to put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision. Call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. Good evening, everyone, and welcome here to Pleasanton as we kick off the 2019-2020 high school basketball season with a battle of the cats and the dogs. Traditionally, this has been a great matchup between these two schools, and we really anticipate a great game here on the girls' side because Pleasanton, well, they come in number one in the state after their state runner-up performance in state volleyball, and they bring back four of their five starters. But then again, so does Axtell. Obviously, a year ago, Pleasanton garnered a lot more attention, but Axtell... Had a nice, got hot down the stretch, played well down the stretch, and uh, they think that they can build on last year's success and give certainly a, a, a scare to Pleasanton tonight. And by the end of the season, they honestly believe they're going to be able to compete with your Pleasantons of the world. But at number one in the state, Pleasanton will be a favorite here on the girls' side. On the boys' side, Pleasanton will also be the favorite. They are also rated in the top ten. Rankings came out today in the Omaha World Herald, and the Bulldogs are number 10 in the state. Axtell, they bring back a, a pretty good crew from a year ago that tasted a fair amount of success. They're well coached, and they believe that they can really contend and be in that discussion in terms of being ranked and slipping into the state basketball tournament as well. So this is going to be a very, very good matchup to start the Fort Carney Conference and the high school basketball season here on ESPN Radio. So glad you could join us. For coverage of high school basketball and your Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. We're going to step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll give you the starting lineups here of our girls' game between Pleasanton and Axtell from, Pleasant, from Axtell when we return right after this. If what your crop needs is potassium, what you need to feed it is Locomotive. Designed to enhance crop growth and quality, Locomotive gives crops what they need in the safest form. Chlorine-free formula, providing high absorption rates to deliver critical nutrition quickly. Locomotive is the foliar potassium that doesn't hesitate when it comes to your crop's performance. No matter what the conditions, if you want potassium in your crop, you want Locomotive. To get your crop what it needs, see your local Nutrient Ag Solutions retailer today. Everything seems easier when you're doing business with people you know, especially banking. When you apply for a loan, it's a good feeling knowing who you're talking to. Bank with us. Menden Exchange Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC. Community people you know. Community people you know. Builders knows that you would rather spend time enjoying your home than constantly repairing it. That's why we offer only the highest quality products from the best known suppliers like Pella Windows and DeWalt Power Tools. We also know that price matters and that's why we back everything with a guaranteed price match. If you find the exact same item somewhere else, we'll match it. It's not a gimmick or a ploy, it's just our way of making sure our customers get the best products at the best prices. At Builders and Carney in Grand Island. It's time now for our starting lineups, brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Obviously, this is the first matchup, uh, first game of the year for both of these two squads, so no statistics to uh, throw your way here in the uh, early season. But the starters for Pleasanton go like this. Katie Nichols, a 5'3 senior. Natalie Siegel, she's a junior, 5'7, 
Izzy Pates, also a junior at 5'9", will make the start. Katie Linder, another junior at 6 foot. And Casey Pierce, a junior at 5'8", for head coach Jordan Ehrensdorf. So, again, they start a very veteran ball club. Again, four of the five starters are back here for Pleasanton. They start four juniors and the senior, Katie Nichols, for Coach Ehrensdorf. Now for the Axtell Lady Wildcats, as they start uh, four returners from a year ago that started one year ago. Kaylee Trampy, a bit at 5'9", will make the start, as will Jessica Bertrand, a sophomore at 5'5". Saw a lot of action last year as a freshman. And Nicole Cedarberg will round out the starting lineup, a 5'8", senior for head coach Alyssa Willicott. Assistant coaches are uh, Callie Zuderman, Ryan Hubbard, and for Pleasanton, the assistant coaches are Randy Bauer, who's been around forever, and Brianna Dinas. Again, your starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the better bank in Kearney. Of course, this not the only game going on as things are tipping off across the state. And on our sister station on Power 99 tonight, Ravenna is taking on Amherst. And right now in girls basketball, at the end of one quarter of play, Ravenna does lead the Lady Broncos by a score of 12-6. to 6. So Pleasanton and Axtell, what it promises to be a great matchup. We are still about oh, four minutes away or so from tipping this one off. So we'll step away for another moment and we'll wrap up our Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show right after this timeout. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Phillips Insurance Agency, providing crop insurance for over 40 years, handling multi-peril crop insurance since its expansion into the private market. Find out about coverage available for hail, wind, and fire. Phillips Insurance is crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in central Nebraska area. Find us online at phillipsinsagency.com. Or call Scott, Nathan, or Kyle today. Have you ever seen a dented tortoise? The same way a thick tortoise shell protects its occupant, the bullet spray and bed liners from the dent poppers protect your pickup truck's bed. No rust, corrosion, dents, or scratches ever. Guaranteed for as long as you own your truck, and it says so in writing. Bullet spray on liners is the one that goes on hot, stays strong. That means your truck holds its value longer. Surprised that the dent popper now applies bullet spray on? Don't be. The dent popper's been on the leading edge of vehicle preservation for years. See the dent popper. North of Railroad on first. On the bricks. Downtown Carney for a free estimate. Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox and Water Furnace dealer. It's never too late to be sure your heating system is working properly and efficiently. Axman Heating and Air can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geothermal heat, and infrared heat for your farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your water furnace and Lennox dealer, serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck. And welcome back here to Axtell. As we mentioned, still plenty of action around the state, and we got plenty of action for you at Platte River Radio over on Power 99 tonight. We mentioned it before, Amherst and Ravenna getting together in Ravenna, and right now the Blue Jays have a 12-6 lead in the girls' game. The boys' game should be a pretty good matchup as well. Over on KGS Radio, 1230 a.m., you can find Adam Central traveling to Aurora to take on the Huskies. And uh, just like the high school football season began with that matchup, the basketball season will start that way as well. Adam Central, one of the better teams in Class C1 that uh, played very well at the state basketball tournament one year ago. So they're hoping to make it back are the Patriots. 
And tomorrow, we'll have plenty of uh, football for you here on ESPN Radio. We'll have the Pac-12 championship game. Pre-game will start around 6. They'll kick it off around 7 o'clock. And then on Saturday, a myriad of football. We have the Big 12 championship. Pre-game will start at 10 a.m. We'll kick that one off at 11. That'll be followed by the SEC championship. Uh, pre-game will start around 2.30. They'll kick that at 3. And then the Big Ten championship between top-ranked Ohio State and Wisconsin. Pre-game will be around 6.45, and we'll kick that one off at 7 o'clock tomorrow, uh, on uh, Saturday on ESPN Radio. We'll be back right after this. Great food, cold drinks, and shots of adrenaline. It's more than a night out. It's pulse-pounding action. This is Tri-City Storm Hockey. All season long at the Viero Center. This is the best game in town. For tickets and schedule, visit stormhockey.com. Pedley Drug and Minden is your hometown Health Mart pharmacy, carrying Mueller Sporting Goods and Hallmark. You can also find diabetic supplies, including shoes, durable medical equipment like walkers, wheelchairs, lifts, and bath aids. When you fill your prescriptions and shop at Pedley Drug, you see your neighbors and friends helping you, like Jeff, Tammy, Sam, Hallie, and Michaela. Pedley Drug accepts most insurance and Medicare. Best of luck, athletes, from everyone at Pedley Drug in Minden. Amigos Build It Burritos and Bowls. Come in two sizes, regular and really big. They all start with made-from-scratch cilantro lime rice. And then you custom build it with layer upon layer of flavor. There's three meats to choose from, two beans, three veggies, and three homemade sauces. For an amazing taste combination, try the new queso sauce with shredded pork. When it's cold outside, the perfect on-the-go meal is a queso Build It Burrito or Bowl at Amigos. And welcome back. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Contact Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Hybrid seed dealer near you. And again, lots of college football for you on Friday and Saturday here on ESPN Radio. Of course, we'll have plenty of high school basketball as well on Friday. A, a good matchup. Sutton traveling to Kearney Catholic in a girl-boy doubleheader. That'll be on Power 99 on Friday night. Pregame will start around 545. The girls should tip around 6 o'clock. Over on KGS Radio on Friday will be uh, Crete taking on Hastings. And uh, that will be from Hastings. And on the breeze, college volleyball as the postseason is rolling around. Ball State will be taking on Nebraska. Pre-game will start around 6.04 or so. No, first serve will be around 7, and o'clock, 7 o'clock. So thank you so much for joining us for high school basketball here on ESPN Radio. As the starters being announced right now for Pleasanton, of course, Pleasanton will be in their road red uniforms, white numbers, letters, a little bit of black trim in there as well. And Axtell will be in their home white uniforms as well. So Axtell all set and ready to get this one underway. As Alyssa Prasowski. Forgot about the marriage this year. They had her listed in the program under her maiden name. And uh, my apologies to Coach Prososki for that. So Axtell and Pleasanton, again, both teams coming in with uh, four of their five starters from one year ago. And, of course, when you take a look at that kind of scenario, you just know early on in the season you're you're not necessarily going to start as slowly as you do most years with that kind of 
experience coming back for both of these two squads. So we anticipate, even though this is game number one, a fairly well-played basketball game. Obviously, they'll, they'll polish a lot of things up between now and the end of the uh, regular season as they head into the postseason. Pleasanton, a little bit limited in the number of practices they had because of their run at the state volleyball tournament. But, uh, you know, Coach Arendorf's going to be okay with it as he's got some athletes out on the court. Pleasanton wins the opening tip. They'll bring in the offensive end. Izzy Pace will bring it on the right side. A little 1-3-1 zone, it looks like, here for Axtell. They'll kick top of the circle here for Nichols. Nichols gives left side for Pates. Pates bounce into the corner here for Siegel. Natalie Siegel being double-teamed. Brosowski, the head coach, very excited about how well their team played right there. Nice little drive, a flip, loose ball. Goes right into the hands of Katie Linder. And Linder has the first two points of the ball game. So now, Pleasanton with that 2-0 lead have their first defensive possession. Cedarburg will spot up from the left side, and she'll hit a bucket essentially in a secondary transition, and we're deadlocked at two. So bounce pass right side, and it's going to be kicked out of bounds here by Erica Bertrand. And you can hear right in front of us the Axdell bench. Very excited about the effort that the defense is uh, putting in at the moment. Again, 1-3-1 zone they go with as they work around the perimeter. Nichols will give it up on the left side. They'll kick into the corner. Here's a three-pointer for Pates. It will not fall, and the rebound is going to be pulled down here by Katie Linder, and Linder is going to be fouled. And that will be the first foul of the season here on Kaylee Trampy. So ball inbounded. They're going to hand the basketball right back out here for Casey Pierce. She drives through the lane, and she's going to be fouled. All three whistles blowing at the same time, seeing the same thing, and that is J.C. Smith with the hold here, and that is going to send Pleasanton to the free-throw line. So Pierce will shoot two, the first two free-throws of the season here for either squad. We played about one minute, and back on top goes Pleasanton. They lead it now 3-2. to two. So bending the knees, firing the uh, free-throw here. It's up, and it is good for Pierce. So she makes both free-throws, and the inbounds pass is going to be slapped away here by Katie Siegel as they're going with a full-court zone here. Going man-to-man, full-court zone. Ball being thrown in by Axtell. Throwing it in is Erica Bertrand. She'll get it to Trampy. Trampy in the offensive end, and being ridden there is going to be Natalie Siegel, and Siegel is going to be called for her first foul of the season. Full hand-check foul, and in the middle of the Pleasanton bench, Wildcats will inbound the basketball. All right, they put the whistles in the mouth, and inbounding the uh, rock here is going to be J.C. Smith. She'll kick top of the circle here for Trampy. Trampy goes right side. Man-to-man right now is Pleasanton. Dribbling on the left wing here is Bertrand. Bertrand will hand it off. Driving the lane is going to be Bertrand. And, again, we've got a little hand-check foul as they're driving. That'll be on Katie Linder. So Linder with her first foul. Team second. Each team has committed two early fouls here. 6.42 6.42 to go, quarter number one, inbounded for Bertrand. Bertrand kicks top of the circle for Trampy. Trampy being double-teamed, gives it back out to Bertrand. Trampy has it top of the circle. The initial kick right side for Erica for Jessica Bertrand. And Jessica with a little drive, loses the basketball, and Axtell's going to turn it over. That's forced by very good Pleasanton defense. And the Bulldogs with an early 4-2 lead have the basketball back. Siegel. 
Kicks back top of the circle here for Nichols. Nichols will try a three. That's going to be no good. And the rebound is going to go off the hands of Izzy Pates and out of bounds. So that'll be a team rebound here for Axtell. So slapping the ball is Erica Bertrand, but Pleasanton will go full court pressure here. Jessica Bertrand up the sideline is going to be fouled on the body here by Siegel. That's going to be her second. So she picks up two early fouls. And we'll see what Coach Ehrendorf does about that, whether or not he's going to make a quick substitution or not. He doesn't send anybody to check in just yet. Trampy will give the ball here left side for Schmidt. Kick on the right side for Jessica Bertrand. Bertrand will shoot the long two. That's going to be no good. And the rebound is taken out here by Axtell, but dribbling on the baseline here is going to be Jessica Bertrand. So Jessica Bertrand will turn the ball over after the rebound by J.C. Smith. So kick into the corner here for Natalie Siegel. She'll drive the baseline. Bounce pass is going to be out here to Izzy Pates. Pates is going to shoot a three. It hits high off the iron, off the top of the glass. It will go out of bounds, and Axtell will get another rebound here team-wise because they'll inbound the basketball. And they'll bounce it to Trampy. Behind the back dribble here for Kaylee Trampy as she brings across the timeline. Kicks left side. Now driving the baseline here is uh, Erica Bertrand. Back out for Trampy. Trampy drives the lane. Flips up the shot. No good. Katie Nichols is going to pull down the rebound, and she's going to be fouled. They're calling it tight here in the early going. As Jessica Bertrand is going to be called for the foul. Checking in here for Axtell is going to be Morgan Miller. Miller will uh, come in here for Nicole Cedarberg. Nichols has it. She'll skip the ball over on that left side for Casey Pierce. Pierce, double team, will dump it in underneath here for Katie Linder. Linder will drive, and Linder goes up with it. She's going to be fouled, and she'll step to the stripe. They got her on the body. And so a couple of free throws coming up here for Linder. The foul is on Miller. She just checked in a little bit ago. And she's going to be called for her first foul. The first free throw is no good. Score remains 4-2. to two. Pleasanton with the lead here in Axtell. And now it is Natalie Siegel. She'll be uh, replaced here by Paige Wiesendorfer. And Linder's second free throw is up, and it is good. So Katie Linder hits one of the two free throws. And Pleasanton has their largest lead, and they just force another Axtell turnover. An errant pass in transition. So it goes out of bounds here to the Bulldogs, who have a 5-2 lead. 5-14 to go here in quarter number one. So again, 1-3-1 is the defense that Wildcats are putting out there and slowly taking a look at it. Here's Nichols. Nichols' pass is going to be slapped away by Erica Bertrand, but it goes into the bench. And so it stays here with the Bulldogs, but they're going to have to inbound it. So the bounce pass over here to Katie Nichols, who will inbound the ball. She gets it right back from Paige Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer, top of the circle here. He gives it off on the left side. Casey Pierce will kick it back out here for Katie Nichols. Nichols will fire a three. That's going to be no good. Offensive rebound. Leaning in here is uh, going to be Katie Linder. Linder can't get the shot to fall. And it belongs to Axtell as it goes out of bounds. So good offensive rebound, but no points to show for it here for Linder. 
Five-second count going on, and Coach Brasovsky is going to call the timeout. Having trouble inbound the basketball, so timeout Axtell. This timeout brought to you by ENT Positions at Kearney. It's 5-2, 4.45 to go. In quarter number one, we're back in 30 seconds. This broadcast is made possible by Terry and Jason Stark, your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives. Hogemeyer has over 80 years of legacy in products, service, and performance. While winning isn't everything at the high school level, it sure makes things a lot more interesting. To put a winning team to work for you with deep roots and a shared vision, call Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical. Your Hogemeyer Independent Representatives, 627-1064. And welcome back here. An update in the second quarter. It is uh, Amherst with the lead now over Ravenna in Ravenna, 15 to 14. That game is in the second quarter. Here we're in quarter number one. And a timeout and an Aaron Horn as they inbound the basketball. And they're going to ignore the horn. It was knocked out of bounds here by Izzy Pates. It goes off of her leg and out of bounds. So Axtell is going to maintain possession here. So inbounding the ball here is going to be Erica Betran. She'll bounce it to Trampy. Trampy up the sideline, loses the ball. She was looking to see where the defense was. Kind of a high dribble and just lost control of the basketball, and it will go out of bounds. So another turnover. You know, you just have to play at such a torrid pace when you play Pleasanton. Kick out here left side. Casey Pierce is going to shoot a three, and it gets a nice shooter's roll as she'll hit. The bucket. She's now got five points in the ball game. Top of the circle. Here's Jessica Betran. She has her pocket pick coming up with this. Katie Linder. Linder, she's going to carry the ball. So we're going to swap turnovers here. And the basketball is going to go back here to Axtell. So Axtell was able to uh, get the ball back after Pleasanton forced a turnover. And Jessica Betran at the end of the bench will. Inbound the basketball. And again, there's not much room on this side, so they back off the defense a little bit from the uh, baseline, the sideline here. And Erica Betran will get the inbounds. Dribble here, and she'll kick on the right side as they get the ball here to French, who checked in a little bit ago. Kick back out here for Hannah French, and they'll work it around left side. Here's a quick jumper by Erica Bertrand, and Bertrand will hit from 15 feet. So Erica Bertrand spots up, and we now have an 8-4 ball game. Pleasanton has led throughout, and they've got the basketball now. Pierce kicks back around the perimeter we go, and falling down, Pierce is able to get the ball to Linder. Linder in the lane, kicks back out here for Pierce, and Pierce will hit a three. Casey Pierce drains another three-pointer. She's got eight points in the ball game. Back-to-back threes, the last two trips up court, and uh, Axtell is going to turn the ball over again. Errant pass that's picked up here by Natalie Siegel, and she'll bring in the offensive end. She gives top of the circle here for Pierce, and Pierce has the ball go off of her foot and out of bounds. So Pleasanton will turn the ball right back over. 11-4 score, a seven-point Pleasanton lead. And checking in is going to be Katie Nichols again here for Pleasanton. Hannah French, who checked in a little bit ago, will inbound the basketball here for Trampy. So Kaylee brings in the offensive end, bounce past the French on the right side. Back on the baseline here for Trampy. Trampy's going to drive, and she's going to be fouled. 
Coming in in that last stoppage is Chelsea Fisher, and Fisher's going to be called for the foul on the body here. And they're going to say it was on the drive and on the way up. So Kaylee Trampy is going to go to the free throw line a couple of times here, trying to cut into a 11-4 deficit. Cannot hit the first one, so score remains 11-4. Back into the ball game here is going to be J.C. Schmidt. She had a quick breather. And the second free throw is also going to be no good. Dribbling out with the rebound here is going to be Paige Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer takes it all the way down, kicks it back out. Here's a trail three for Pierce, and she's going to hit it. Casey Pierce has hit three three-pointers in her last three shots. Schmidt goes over and back. Yeah, pressure being forced here by Pierce, and she goes across the timeline and back across, so that's an Axdale turnover. And that's going to be seven turnovers so far here in the basketball game. Natalie Siegel has it, and she's going to be fouled. That'll be a little reach foul. They have called it pretty tight here. But, again, if you call it tight early on, you can loosen things up later. J.C. Schmidt's going to be called for her second foul. And that's now five fouls whistled against Axtell, four against Pleasanton. Kick into the corner here for Paige Wiesendorfer. She's going to drive, takes it off the glass. It's no good. A rebound is going to roll out here for Pierce. Pierce worked back around the perimeter. Back out here on the right side, the jumper by Natalie Siegel for three. No good. Offensive rebound by Fisher, and Fisher's going to be fouled on the way up. So Chelsea Fisher pulls down the rebound, and she'll head to the free throw line after the foul is called here on Nicole Cedarberg, her first. Team six, so already Pleasanton is in the bonus. Fisher's first free throw is no good. And her second one is on the way. It's off the back of the iron. That two is no good. And rebound pulled down by Trampy. And Trampy has the ball hit off of her leg and out of bounds. Good hands there by Paige Wiesendorfer to force the Axtell turnover. So they'll inbound it here for Katie Nichols. She's picked up man-to-man here by Trampy. And a little runner in the lane here for Fisher. That's going to be no good, but another offensive rebound. The bucket's good here by Natalie Siegel. So Siegel will make the putback. And now a turnover. Axtell turns it over. Running up here is Katie Nichols after the steal, and she's going to get the bucket. Makes it now 18-4. Trampy down the sideline. We'll kick now left side for Jessica Bertrand. Back out for Trampy. Trampy picked up. Has to stop as Fisher's in the lane. They'll kick the ball back out here for Robinson. Robinson checked in a little bit ago. Jaden Robinson with the jumper. That's going to be no good. Long rebound is taken out. Driving here is going to be Trampy after Trampy pulls down the rebound. And she's going to be fouled. And I think they're going to say it was after the shot. Yeah. It was on the miss, and uh, the uh, foul is going to be a push here on Katie Nichols. That'll be her first. Looked to me like the foul was after the shot, and they were battling for the rebound. 99 seconds to go here in quarter number one, and Axtell will inbound it. Wasn't shooting, and they're not in the bonus yet, so Trampy now has a top of the circle. Gives right side for Jessica Betran. Her 15-foot baseline J's no good, and Katie Linder's going to pull down the rebound. Linder wants the one run, passes going to be deflected. Now Natalie Siegel is going to set up a half-court offense. 
She'll slow it down, give it to Katie Linder. She puts it in a little block here for Chelsea Fisher. Fisher has her pocket picked by Robinson. Nice job there by Robinson to force the turnover, and the long outlet pass is off the mark, and Axtell is just going to give the ball back to Pleasanton here after they exchange turnovers. 18-4, 14-point lead for the top-ranked team in the state, the Pleasanton Lady Bulldogs. Again, both of these two squads return four starters from a year ago. Paige Wiesendorfer in the offensive end. They give it to Katie Linder. Linder driving the lane, putting up the shot. She's going to be fouled. And she's just long and athletic. And Coach Brasowski is uh, coaching up Robinson here, who's called for the foul. That'll be Jaden Robinson's first foul of the game. A couple more free throws coming up here for Katie Linder. And the first one is no good. So she's 0 for 3 from the free throw line so far here in the ballgame. Check that. She made 1 out of 4. She's missed her last 3, and she misses this one as well. And the rebound is going to be pulled down by Cedarberg. It's a nice rebound there by Nicole Cedarberg. And they'll throw the ball up ahead, and Axtell is going to be called for a carry. So they'll turn it over again. 11 turnovers so far here in the first quarter for Axtell. So that pressure by the Bulldogs is paying dividends. Paige Wiesendorfer gets it at the free throw line. Kick out here for Natalie Siegel. She'll drive the baseline, take it off glass. It's no good. And the rebound goes out of bounds. It's off of a couple of different Axtell players who just couldn't roll that one in. Just couldn't come up with it. So team rebound here for Pleasanton. They'll inbound it with 45 seconds to go. They'll line everybody up, and tossing it in here is going to be Natalie Siegel. Siegel throws in the corner. She'll scoop it out here for Katie Linder. Around the perimeter we go. Izzy Pates has it, and Pates will come off of the screen, come through the lane here. Natalie Siegel has it. And driving the lane is going to be Paige Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer gives the ball back after passing it to Siegel. They give left side here for Nichols. 25 seconds left. Outside the lane, pass is going to be deflected. Picking it up here is Wiesendorfer. Gets it down low for Natalie Siegel. Not a good pass, and it's going to be picked up. Pleasanton turns it over, but then Axtell turns it right back over. The steal by Linder. Her shot's going to be no good. Rebounded by Cedarberg, and then Cedarberg is going to be fouled, trying to outlet the pass. And that foul is going to be on, on who? 33, they say? No, that can't be right. Now they correct it. It's Katie Linder. That's going to be her second foul, number 23. So she'll have her second foul. Team six of both teams in the bonus. Five seconds left. Trampy kicks right side. Long jumper here by Klein. It's going to be off the mark at the horn, and that's going to do it. We have played eight minutes of the 2019 season, and it's Pleasanton with an 18-4 lead here in Axtell. We're back right after this. Trust has earned over generations, not seasons. For over 165 years, the Rank family's been earning that trust where it counts the most, in your fields. And yields, they don't lie. With over 1,000 top finishes in first and state trials over the last three years, Rank Seed proves its value through superior genetics and production. One family, seven generations, all working for your success. Rank means results. 
South Central Diesel of Holdridge has over 100 years of diesel fuel injection experience and has been putting customer relationships first since 1971. They are factory authorized to repair all types of diesel fuel injection systems and have a full-service drive-in repair facility to repair your diesel Ford, Chevy, or Dodge pickup. SCD's factory trained technicians are committed to providing the best service to their customers. Stop by 115 South East Avenue in Holdridge for all your diesel pickup repairs, pumps and injectors, diesel performance parts, and turbochargers. Or call them at 1-800-228-8482 to put them to work for you and welcome back here and our broadcast booth as always brought to you by carney towing and repair we're bringing you the action here on the road and carney towing and repair is on the road bringing your vehicle home don't get stranded on the side of the road from heavy doing towing to roadside assistance call carney towing and repair when you need us we'll be there axdell will have the basketball first to start the second quarter here they trail it 18 to 4 as we get things going and trampy will dribble as they're looking to trap here out of a little 1-3-1 uh, zone. And driving is Bertran. Bertran puts up a quick low runner. That's going to be no good. Rebounded by Nichols. So Nichols comes up with it. Gives it up to here to Linder. And great defense here by Trampy is going to tie the ball up. Possession arrow still pointing to Pleasanton. So they'll inbound on the baseline. That's very good hustle. Good work there by Trampery defensively. They're going to lob it in the lane, but Katie Linder's back is to the basket. And when she dumps it inside, it's going to be intercepted by Bertrand. Bertrand on the dribble. Jessica takes it off glass, and she'll hit a left-hander. So Jessica Bertrand will make the steal and then get the bucket. So good work there defensively. Ball back here, top of the circle, in the hands of Casey Pierce. Pierce will kick it out. Posting up down low here is Izzy Pates. Pates has it knocked out of her hands, and Trampy comes up with it. Pleasanton turns it over. Good Wildcat defense there. Axtell with the basketball. Cedarburg in the corner. Hands off here for Trampy. Trampy drives the baseline. Spins around Siegel. Kicks it back out, and a long deuce is good. Jessica Bertrand had the ball kicked out to her, and her back heels on the three-point arc. Hits the jumper, but that was the open area. Katie Nichols. Gives it at the free throw line here for Linder. Linder tries to dump it in. Erica Bertrand tries to force the ball loose. Instead, it's going to be a drive, a bucket, hoop, and harm here for Pleasanton. Great drive to the rack here by Izzy Pates. And Pates now will try to finish off the three-point play. As the foul is called on Trampy, that will be her second. So Pates at the free throw line. Misses the free throw, and we got a whistle on the rebound. And that is going to be a push whistle here on Pleasanton. So we'll go to the other end and shoot free throws. Both teams are in the bonus. And lickety split here will be in the double bonus. To the free throw line for the front end of one and one is going to be Jessica Bertrand. Pates is called for the foul. That's just her first. So Bertrand to the free throw line for the front end of a one and one. She missed it. And it's going to be rebounded by Linder. So Linder hands off here for Casey Pierce. She'll bring the offensive end as the ball tipped around. Is able to throw it back out here for Natalie Siegel. She'll kick right side for Izzy Pates. Linder had trouble handling it, so she's used up her dribble. Now she'll set a screen after passing the nickels. She gets the ball back. A nice little give and go. She'll drive. Shot's going to be no good. And rebounded by Cedarburg. Good looking basketball play there, but couldn't come up with any points. And now on the run, the ball is going to be slapped out of the hands. Uh, Schmidt, as she was leading the break here, and it will go out of bounds. Last touch by the Bulldogs, so Wildcats inbound on the baseline. 
But first, Paige Lindau is going to check back in here for Axtell. And the Wildcats will inbound at five-second count going on, and she'll just have to throw the ball near midcourt to Cedarburg. She was the relief valve, and she'll kick at the trampy. Long pass is going to be intercepted. Katie Nichols has it. Katie Nichols on the drive, and Nichols is going to be fouled. Is that before the shot or on the shot? It's going to be a foul here on Kaylee Trampy. And so Nichols to the free throw line for two shots. And the first one is up, and it is no good. Second free throw is up, and that one is good. Foul, by the way, was on Bertrand. I gave you the wrong name there. And that will be her first. Ball's loose. Pleasanton trying to get it, but Trampy picks it up. She'll dribble in the offensive end, and she'll throw it on that right side for Lindau. Lindau jumper is going to be a little bit too strong and uh, rebounded here by Pleasanton. Great drive and dish pass up ahead here for Izzy Pates. Pates will get the bucket, but a great job of distribution there by Katie Nichols as she led the break. After Nichols got the rebound, she led the break as well. And now on the bounce here is going to be Erica Bertrand. Bertrand gives it up ahead here, and Trampy flips it over her shoulder up and in. That was a degree of difficulty of about 7.9. So they'll kick the ball up ahead here for Pierce. Pierce gives it on the baseline, the baseline drive by Izzy Pates, and Pates is money on that baseline drive. She gets the bucket, now has six points in the game, and it's 25-10. to 10. As the long pass is intercepted, Axtell turns it over. They got a three-on-one, and Katie Linder going up is going to be fouled. And they're going to make Linder earn it from the free-throw line. Well, you make Linder earn it from the free-throw line, but that is going to be Hannah French's first foul of the game, now 10 as a team against Axtell. So the free-throw is up, and it is good. Lindau makes the first of two. I said Lindau, and it's a Linder. Katie Linder makes the first of two. She now has four in the game. Pierce leading the way here for Pleasanton. She's got 11. Jessica Betran leading score here for Axtell. She has four. 26-10 is her score. And the second free throw here for Katie Linder is on the way, and it is up and no good. And it's going to go off the hands of Casey Pearson out of bounds. She couldn't quite reel it in. She was doing battle with the rebound there with Schmidt. Jessica Bertrand was in there as well, and it'll go out of bounds. So basketball belongs to the Wildcats. And the pass down the sideline is going to be off the mark and out of bounds. Jessica Bertrand had that ball stuck on her hip, and by the time she fired it off, she didn't have very good control of it. Yeah, but she was the last to touch it as it goes out of bounds. Chelsea Fisher will kick here right side for Izzy Pates. Pates will fire a three-pointer. That's no good. Rebounded by Jessica Bertrand. And they kick it up court here to Schmidt. Schmidt finds a trail three. The shot by French is going to be no good. And the ball is on the ground. That will be a hell ball. And the possession arrow is pointing to Axtell. So they'll inbound on the baseline. And Paige Lindau to toss it in with 4.27 to go here before halftime. Coming up at halftime, we'll talk with Jeff Vetter, head basketball coach for the Pleasanton Boys. 
And a quick three-pointer going to be no good, and the ball is going to go out of bounds off the hands of Pleasanton. So a break here for Axtell. There was nothing but red jerseys there to reel in the basketball. It's going to be thrown in here by Lindau. She'll toss for French. Back to Lindau on the baseline. She'll dribble back out. Give it back in the low post. In underneath, and the jumper is going to be no good here for Lexi Eckhoff. The freshman's jumper is going to be no good, and we got a foul on the rebound. Coach Busowski has uh, substituted freely here in the game. Bertrand will go to the free throw line as there was the foul on Paige Wiesendorfer. And this will be a one-and-one coming up here for Bertrand. And the first one is up and good, so that will earn her the bonus. Bertrand now has five points in the game. Now 26-11. to Haven't put the point up yet, but it'll be forthcoming here. Second free throw by Bertrand on the way. Off to the left side. And they're going to go to the ground off of the miss, and that'll be a hell ball. Possession arrow is pointing to Pleasanton. Tying it up was Erica Betrand with Izzy Pates. So in the offensive end here is going to be Pierce. Pierce will kick to Pates on the right side. Pates will take it in lane. Her little runner is going to be deflected right into the waiting hands of Fisher. Fisher can't get the shot to fall, and it's going to be rebounded eventually by French, who will lead the break. She'll drive. She'll be fouled on the way of the basket, and she'll have two free throws coming up here. So that'll be now nine team fouls on Pleasanton. So from this point on, every foul, except for offensive, will be two shots the rest of the quarter. The foul was on Izzy Pates. That's going to be her second, and it is up and no good here for French. And French will have one more free throw. Checking back in, Natalie Siegel here for Pleasanton. Also, Katie Linder will check back in for the Bulldogs. We'll hand the basketball back here to Hannah French. She'll have one more free throw. And she's looking for her first points of the ball game. Missed that one as well. And the rebound is pulled down by Chelsea Fisher. Long pass up ahead. Way too far for Natalie Siegel to uh, pull it down. So Pleasanton will turn the ball over. Unofficially, 13 turnovers for Axtell, 7 here for Pleasanton. Kick back out here for Schmidt. Schmidt gets it down a low post. Tough turnaround jumper here for Jessica Bertrand over the top of Fisher. And the officials are going to get together, and they're going to ask which way the ball goes. The man closest to the ball was screened away by a couple of players. So they are going to give the ball here to uh, Pleasanton. And no one's arguing about the call. They got it right, and the official that actually saw the play and told the official the indication gave him the wrong indication. He says, that's my bad. Casey Pierce in the offensive end will kick back out here for Paige Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer gets the ball back after entering it inside for Fisher, back inside for Fisher, and Fisher will post up and be fouled. So the sophomore Chelsea Fisher at 6-1 does a nice job of staying 6-1, not putting the ball down too low except for the occasional power dribble. And she is going to be fouled here 
by Jane Robinson. That'll be Robinson's second free throw. First, excuse me, first foul. First free throw by Chelsea Fisher is up and no good. The radio guys need to get into preseason or midseason form as well. So second free throw here for Fisher. Off the back of the heel and no good. Rebounded by Pleasanton and we got a foul. Casey Pierce pulled down the defensive board. Going to be fouled and they're going to the free throw line. That should be two free throws coming up here for Pierce. She was fouled by uh, Kaylee Trampy. And for Trampy, that is foul number four. That's a lot of fouling with 3.15 to go here in the second quarter. So the free throw by Pierce is up, and it is no good. Second free throw is on the way. That hits the back of the heel. It's bouncing around, bouncing around, and then finally goes in. Good shooter's touch there. And Pierce now has a dozen points in the ballgame. Bertrand gives it back out for Jessica Bertrand. As Erica gave it to Jessica. The dribble went off one of the Bulldogs' feet and out of bounds. So Jessica Bertrand will inbound it here. Somebody needs to come help her out. And she'll slap the basketball. And they'll bounce it here on the right side for Robinson. Robinson dribbles down to the baseline. Her quick little eight-foot runner is going to be no good. And finally rebounded by Jessica Bertrand. And then Bertrand is going to lose control of the basketball. And so a fast-break opportunity. The layup is up and good here for Paige Wiesendorfer. So Wiesendorfer with the bucket after the Axtell turnover. So on the baseline, Robinson has it. She'll kick the ball back out for Jessica Bertrand. Shot partially deflected, but Erica Bertrand will pull down the rebound. They'll try to enter it inside. It's slapped out of there, and Katie Linder will lead the break and throw it up ahead here for Casey Pierce, but she leans, she uh, leads her too far, and that'll be another turnover. So we swap turnovers here with 2.32 to go before halftime. Pleasanton in control, 29-11. to and we'll remind you that the internet streaming of all of our high school games on Platte River Radio Group of Stations and at PlatteRiverPreps.com is brought to you by Barney Insurance and Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. Pass is going to be intercepted by Natalie Siegel. Siegel leads a three-on-two break. Bounce pass for Paige Wiesendorfer on the baseline. Shot's going to be no good. Rebounded by Snell. And now here comes Axtell on the run. Driving is going to be Erica Betran. Left-handed shot in traffic, no good. And Cedarberg gets the rebound. Puts up the shot. It's bouncing on the rim. It will not fall, but she will get herself to the stripe. And she was hacked in the act. The foul is going to be on Natalie Siegel, and that's going to be her third. The question we're going to have here is, are we going to have enough players to finish this game? Some serious foul trouble on both squads, which we'll check for you at halftime. Nicole Cedarberg hits the uh, free throw here. The first of two. Both teams in that double bonus. As both teams now have committed at least ten fouls. Second free throw is up. It is no good. And rebound to Katie Nichols. Nichols brings it up ahead. Kicks here left side for Paige Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer's pass. Going to be deflected. Katie Nichols is going to go in there and tie up the basketball. But the possession arrow is pointing to Axtell, so that will be a Bulldog turnover with a minute 51 to go before halftime. So 
So they'll put on a little bit of pressure here as well. On the bouncer is going to be Jessica Betran. She'll lob it up ahead here for Cedarburg. Cedarburg's pass is going to be intercepted. And a three on two and a carry in transition here on Pleasanton. That's an unforced error that's going to take away a fast break opportunity. At halftime, Amherst is leading Ravenna 19-18 in girls basketball. Again, that's over on Power 99. Jessica Bertrand, long pass from half court. Going to be too strong, and it'll be Pleasanton inbounding the basketball after the turnover. 29-12 our score. Pleasanton has a 17-point lead. Izzy Pates on that left side. Her pass is going to be intercepted. Making the steal here is Jessica Bertrand. She'll try the layup. It's up and good. So Bertrand with the steal and the hoop as a result. So good work there by Bertrand to come up with the bucket. And the steal, and she nearly does it again. But Katie Nichols gets it back. A five on four now. Nice bounce pass down low. And going up strong is Paige Wiesendorfer. They got him a little out of position there, and Wiesendorfer hits the bucket as they score here. And we're going to have a push. Called here on the Wildcats. It's going to be a player control foul. A little push here on Jessica Bertrand. That will be an offensive foul. So for Bertrand, that's going to be her second foul. Trampy has four. J.C. Smith has a couple of fouls. Pleasanton, Natalie Siegel has three fouls. And we'll check more of that here in a little bit. Izzy Pates works the ball back around the perimeter. Top of the circle is Casey Pierce. Pierce is going to step back. She'll fire a three. That's going to go out of bounds. And so it will go to Axtell here. 40.2 to go before halftime. 31 to 14. Pleasanton with the lead, but Axtell has the basketball. They kick it up ahead here for Schmidt. Schmidt gives it off to Snell. Back to Schmidt. Right side, they'll get it to Erica Betran. She has a nice little runner. That's going to be off the heel and no good. Rebound pulled down by Pierce, and they're going to run the fast break and a left-handed layup going to be no good here for Paige Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer missed the shot, rebounded by Bertrand. She'll lead the break and get the ball over here for Klein. Inside now, they'll step through by Cedarberg, and Cedarberg going to be held. So she'll get a couple of free throws out of this. Good entry pass inside, and the foul on Pleasanton's Haley Molring will be here first. So Cedarburg at the line, shooting two. And the first one is good. Makes it 31-15. 7.3 seconds to go here before halftime. Cedarburg's second free throw is going to be short. And rebound is taken out by Molring. Kick back out, two seconds. Three-pointer up, good. Nice little kickback to get it out to Katie Nichols. And Nichols will drain the three-pointer essentially at the buzzer. And we head to the locker rooms. Pleasanton with a 34-15 lead over Axtell. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have our Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report coming up right after this. 
Town and Country Bank is truly your hometown bank. We've been serving the central Nebraska region since 1905. We currently have offices in the communities of Ravenna, Pleasanton, Kearney, and Litchfield. Town and Country Bank is locally owned and managed. We pride ourselves in serving you through exceptional personal service. We also strive to offer you the latest in technological advancements. Stop by and visit with us about your financial needs or just to chat. The hometown bank with a big interest in serving you. We are Town and Country Bank. Whatever machining you need done, large jobs or small, see Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a general machine shop serving Pleasanton and surrounding area. Get it done right. Get it done by Hand Machining of Pleasanton. Hand Machining is a proud sponsor of all the area athletes in and out of the game. Teamwork is like a good running machine. It takes a lot to work as a team and a lot of parts to run the machines. Hand Machining knows about teamwork and hard work. So trust your machines to the professionals at Hand Machining in Pleasanton. Welcome to Freddy's. What can we get started for you? I haven't had a carb in three weeks, and if I have one more sip of a kale smoothie, I need a Freddy's original double with cheese, fries, and a turtle sundae. Please. We understand. If you're going to be bad, it better be good. And no one satisfies your cravings better than Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers. The experience that puts a smile on your face and the taste that brings you back. Freddy's Frozen Custard and Steak Burgers, 1010 3rd Avenue, Kearney. And welcome back here at Axtell for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Ravenna Sanitation says, your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. We are at halftime of the girls' game where Pleasanton right now leads Axtell 34-15. to Lady Bulldogs come in, rated number one in the state, but they're not the only rated team. That uh, is a little north of here. The Pleasanton boys, number 10, according to the Omaha World Herald, and kind enough to join us to talk about our second game is Jeff Vetter, head basketball coach here. And it's always nice to get that respect, but sometimes, coach, when you get rated, you kind of get a, a target built on your chest. Would you prefer to be rated or, or, or not? Well, I think, you know, coming off the football season, that's probably why we got rated in basketball. We have some pretty good athletes. Obviously, we haven't proven anything yet. But uh, I'm not opposed to being rated. I think it gives the kids a little boost of confidence. But you're right, the further the year goes on, and if we were to climb in the ratings, you know, people definitely put a target on you, and they want to beat the rated team. And, and a, a little bit of that is Pleasanton's known for basketball. I mean, you guys always kind of instinctively in the Fort County Conference always have a target because year in and year out, it's great to have that tradition, but there's the, there's the side effect of that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, for a lot of years, Pleasanton was, you know, probably the best team around, and... Uh, even though we've not been super the last few years, you know, we had like an eight-year span where we, I don't think we had a winning record. But they're kind of getting back. You know, the kids, we've got a good group of athletes that work real hard, and so we're kind of coming along. But, yeah, I think people always enjoy beating Pleasanton. One of the things that works against you a little bit, I mean, obviously you got the athletes that got to the state finals. You haven't have not had a lot of time to practice. <laughs> no, we've had... I guess technically you could say we've had five days, but uh, we played a jamboree game the night, and we had practice that afternoon, so we didn't go real hard. Then the next day, uh, practice on Tuesday was the first 45 minutes were taken up with pitchers, so we lost about half a practice there. So uh, realistically, we probably practiced maybe in the equivalent of three three days. This is a pretty veteran ball club that helps you, obviously, because you haven't even really had a chance to put in your offense. Well, yeah, and, you know, I've... The starters, for the most part, uh, have been starters for this will be their third year. Yeah. So it has eased the transition a little bit from football, even though we didn't have practice time. 
they pick up what we're doing. They know all the drills, so it's, it's a lot easier this year than maybe in the past. So it's nice to have a veteran squad. Okay. Obviously, we know you guys are veteran squad. Pretty athletic. What are some other things that we're going to notice about your squad? Well, I think we're deeper this year than we have been. Uh, you know, we've got uh, right now, I'd say, very comfortably eight or nine kids, and I think by the end of the year we could go 10 to 11. We've got a couple freshmen. One of them will probably play for sure tonight. The other, by the end of the year, could probably start seeing more minutes. So I think it gives us a little more opportunity to, uh, when you have back-to-back games, to maybe get a little rest for some of your starters uh, so you don't wear them out, just constantly pounding them. And, and with that depth, does that mean we're going to see what we quite often see from Pleasanton teams, and that is a lot of defensive pressure? Well, we're going we're, we're gonna to try and push the ball, and we're going to try and play real solid defense. Uh, I got Mitch Olson, who's a, actually a Pleasanton graduate, and he coached with Coach Bronick at Kearney for a few years, and he's one of my assistants now. And I basically said, you're in charge of the defense. And he's got some really good ideas, and I know he wants to play. We're, we're similar philosophies, so we're going to try and apply some pressure. I don't know how much tonight because we just haven't had much time to right. put it in. But uh, as the year goes on, hopefully we'll be able to become a pretty good defensive team. Yeah, well, it, it, that is tough. I mean, one of the, you absolutely got to run your offense, and defense is where you get your bread and butter really kind of comes from. But that takes a little time to get that all put together. Yeah, it does. Even, even the offense, we're going to run, you know, we won't probably run hardly any sets tonight. It's, it's going to be basically a five-man motion game. And then uh, the first two years I was there, we didn't really – our skill level wasn't where I felt we could just cut loose and play. This year I finally feel like we can kind of turn them loose and let them go. So that's fun for them to play that kind of ball. And you guys had, you know, some time in the summer as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. so, I mean, it's not like – it's been a while. They, they might be a little rusty here. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but they know where each other's going to be. Yeah, yeah. They've played together, you know, this, like say, this four of the five have probably been starters for the last three years. So they have a pretty good feel for each other. Uh, final moment here with uh, Jeff Better, head basketball coach here for Pleasanton. All right, talk to me a little bit about uh, Axtell. What are you guys going to run into tonight? When do you have to do well? Well, Axtell's got solid athletes, too. You know, their they're starting five is are all pretty good athletes. Um, the uh, Danberg kid, really good. The Henricks kid, excellent. Runge kid's a sophomore coming into his own. He's you know He can stroke it from anywhere. So I think it's going to be a really good ball game. I think it's going to be tough. You know, It might be like the girls' game with a little bit uh, higher turnover than either of us want to see, but I think it's going to be a competitive game. Well, a little bit of that, just the nature of game number one. We talked right. about before we got on the air. Game number one, you're always going to be a little rusty. Yep, for sure. Hey, go get him, Jeff. Appreciate All right, thank you. Appreciate right. it. Jeff Better, head basketball coach for the Pleasanton Bulldogs. The Lady Bulldogs have a 34-15 lead here in Axtell. We'll step away for a moment, give you some stats as we continue with the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report right after this. Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company of Axtell is a proud supporter of high school sports. See Scandinavian Mutual today to see how they can get you the best rates for property and personal liability insurance. They have been providing insurance solutions to their customers in South Central Nebraska since 1885. They are now also writing auto insurance policies through AAA. Contact the professionals at Scandinavian Mutual Insurance Company in Axtell today. Toll free at 800-874-9443. That's 800-874-9443. 
About 90 years before the seeds for the trees that produce the lumber that they sell were even planted, Mead Lumber was born in Nebraska. So now when you have the seed of an idea for a new building project from concept to design, delivery to installation, Mead Lumber in Kearney has a team of professionals to assist you with every phase of your project and service that you'd expect from a neighbor. Stop by Mead Lumber at 1440 West 56th Street to get started. Log on to MeadLumber.com. Mead Lumber in Kearney proudly supports all area athletes. Pleasanton Livestock is your source for Pearson headgates, shoots, tubs, and more, as well as feed, scale systems, alleys, and much more. Pleasanton Livestock likes to make it easy for their customers to find what they need with as little stress as possible. So make sure you visit their website at PearsonLivestockEQ.com. That's Pleasanton Livestock Quality Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. Livestock Systems, built by cattlemen for cattlemen. And welcome back here to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Let's check uh, the numbers that we have for you. We begin, first of all, for Pleasanton, who lead at 34-15 to 15 here at halftime. They're being led by Casey Pierce, who has 12 points and two rebounds here in the game. Katie Nichols has six points and four rebounds. Izzy Pates has six points in the game. Paige Wiesendorfer, four points and one rebound. Katie Linder has four points, five rebounds. Natalie Siegel has two points and a rebound. Three rebounds here also for Chelsea Fisher. Unofficially, they're 12 of 30 shooting from the field. That's 40%. And 4 of 11 from three-point range. That's 36.4%. They're only shooting about 35% from the free-throw line where they're 6 of 17. But uh, they do have 18 rebounds compared to 15 here for Axtell in the first half. And the other big stat is Axtell's turned the ball over 20 times. Axtell has turned the ball over 11 times here in the first half. Checking the numbers here for the Wildcats. Jessica Betran is leading the way with seven points and one rebound. Nicole Cedarberg has four points, four rebounds. Kaylee Trampy has a couple of points and a couple of rebounds. Erica Betran with two points and three rebounds as well. Unofficially, six of 18 shooting, only 18 shots. So they're shooting 33% in the game. 0 of 4 from three-point range. 3 of 11 from the free throw line. So they're 27% there. We mentioned they turned the ball over 20 times, and they've been out-rebounded uh, 15 to 18 here in the ballgame. Fouls, a little bit of an issue here for uh, both teams. Kaylee Trampy has four fouls. Jessica Betran, J.C. Smith, and Jaden Robinson have two fouls each here for Axtell in the first half. Meanwhile, for Pleasanton, they've got three fouls in the hands of Natalie Siegel, two for Izzy Pates, and Katie Linder has a couple of fouls as well. Once again, our halftime score, 34-15. to 15. Pleasanton has a lead here in Axtell, and that will wrap up our Ravenna Sanitation halftime report. Ravenna Sanitation says your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation is your trash collection connection. Find us in your local yellow pages. That horn means we're about ready for the third quarter here, and the uh, basketball is going to be handed over here to Pleasanton. And for Pleasanton, they have their starters out there on the court. Nichols, Siegel, Pates, Linder, and Pierce. Ball in the hands here of Casey Pierce. And they have a nice little backdoor cut on the baseline. Izzy Pates misses the bunny. Good-looking set there, and Jessica Betran will pull down the miss. Ball knocked out of bounds on this left side, but it'll stay here with Axtell. Because Izzy Pates kind of ran out of room. 
Pierce to inbound it. And tossing it in here is going to be J.C. Schmidt. Schmidt will give it to Trampy. As we mentioned, Trampy has four fouls, and she turns the ball over with an entry pass on the inside. And they'll get it up ahead here to Linder. Linder, great stride with that right-handed dribble, and Katie Linder hits the layup in transition for the bucket. She now has six in the ballgame. On the bounce here, Jessica Bertrand. Jessica gives it to Erica. Pass on the inside. Jumper by Bertrand will be no good. And rebounded by Linder. Linder comes up with the board. Kick here on the left side. Three-pointer on that right wing is going to be no good. And the rebound is tipped back out here for Linder. Linder kicks on the right side. And now slowing it down is going to be Izzy Pates. Pates facing some man-to-man pressure here by Kaylee Trampy. And off of a screen, they'll give it to Katie Linder on that right side. She's not a three-point shooter. She's looking to pass on the left side, gives it to Siegel. Siegel will dribble, sets a nice little screen, as she passes back out here for Izzy Pates. Back out here for Katie Nichols. Nichols will fire a three. That's going to be no good. And reaching in on the rebound here is going to be Katie Linder. Linder going to be called for the foul as Cedarberg pulled down the rebound. So now Linder with three fouls. That'll be the first foul of the second half here on either team. Erica Bertrand, entry pass down low. It's going to go off the hands of Jessica Bertrand, so that'll be another Axtell turnover. They've got to slowly bring it up, but Katie Nichols will set up half-court offense here, facing some pressure by Erica Bertrand, and gives it left side for Izzy Pates. Pates on the pounce, right wing here for Siegel. Siegel. Had Linder momentarily, but she'll kick the ball here left side for Pierce. Pierce is going to drive, and uh, there's going to be a blocking foul on the inside. Coach Brasowski, both thumbs in the air, saying that should be a jump ball, but instead they're going to give a foul here to J.C. Smith, her third of the game. First as a team on Axdell here in the second half. 36-15 our score here with a little bit over six minutes to go in the third quarter. Inbounder for Linder, backdoor cut, easy bucket here for Katie Siegel. That was a set play, and Siegel will get the bounce pass from Linder. Siegel now has four in the game, 38-15 our score. Dribbling and falling, but uh, keeping her dribble alive is Trampy, but Trampa then has it stolen by Izzy Pates. Pates will go with the left-handed layup. It's up and good. Well, Trampy lost her balance, and that was the uh, beginning of the end on that play from the Axtell perspective, and the start of a layup here for Izzy Pates after the steal. Schmidt. Off of the screen, drives all the way in, has it uh, blocked out of bounds by Casey Pierce. Not sure if that was going to be a pass or a shot. It was deflected so early it was hard to say. In any event, it will stay here with Axtell as Cedarberg will inbound on the baseline. Five-second count going on. They'll throw it top of the circle here for Trampy. Trampy picked up by Paige Wiesendorfer, kept Checked in a little bit ago. Nice little spin move here by Trampy, but can't get the shot to fall. Wiesendorfer pulls down the rebound, and then Wiesendorfer gets fouled. That's going to be a hold here on Kaylee Trampy, and that is going to be her fifth and final. So she'll have to come out of the ball game as she fouls out in the first game of the year here. And checking in is going to be Hannah French. Hannah 
We have only four up there on the scoreboard, but she had four at halftime. Well, they're coming over here and having a discussion with the... Oh, they did not get... They did not give the foul to Trampy. They gave the foul instead to Jaden Robinson. Where is that? Yeah, Jaden Robinson is going to be called for the foul. Well, that's good news here for Axtell as one of their better players doesn't foul out. Anyway, Hannah French does check into the ball game. On the bounce here is going to be Wiesendorfer. Her pass is going to be deflected. Bertrand will keep that defense on, but a nice little drive and then the dish inside here for Katie Linder. Linder has such nice soft hands as she made the catch and went strong with it immediately. Erica Bertrand in the lane. We'll throw it up ahead here for Jessica Bertrand. Jessica with a little runner. That's no good. Tipped rebound is going to be picked up here by Linder, and Katie Linder will lead the break. Throws it back out here for Nichols. Nichols gives here right side for Paige Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer gets it on the baseline for Siegel. Defender falls down. Siegel on the drive. She's going to be fouled by French, and so she'll get a couple of free throws coming up here. So the foul on French will be her third, team second, and two free throws coming up here for Natalie Siegel, and the first one is no good. Well, again, free throws have been a struggle for both teams. Pleasanton now is 6 of 18. Axtell is 3 of 11. Second free throw is up, and it is good. So they make one of the two. And now French... Gets the ball inbounded. She'll bring the ball up court here, and she'll bounce it out here for Robinson. Robinson stops at the free throw line. Shot's going to be no good, and rebounded by Fisher. So Fisher pulls down the board, but then turns it over. On the drive is French. That one will be too strong, but rebounded by Cedarberg. So Cedarberg's going to slow things down here as the Axtell Wildcats trail it here 43-15, to and they're going to shoot a three-pointer there with Robinson. That's going to be no good. And the rebound by the uh, Bulldogs. Leading the break is going to be Siegel after pulling down the rebound. And we're going to have a whistle as they're attacking the basket. And that will be another foul here on Jaden Robinson. That's going to be her, for, her fourth. So she has four. And Kaylee Trampy, by the way, uh, left a little bit ago to uh, get something checked out. I'm not sure what it is. It might even be an equipment problem. But she's... Uh, being looked at away from the court here. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back in the game of life with a location near you. And Reagan Wiesendorf, we may not see her either because of a potential concussion she got in the JV game for Pleasanton. And checking back here is Trampy. So Trampy, whatever, I think it might have been an equipment problem, problem with her shoe, or maybe they retaped an ankle, but they got her back out there. Off the inbounds, Izzy Bates will fire a three-pointer. No good. Too strong as Wiesendorfer pulls down the board here for Pleasanton. They put up another quick little jumper. That won't fall either. And dribbling out with a rebound is going to be Jessica Petran. Petran turns it over, so here's a two-on-one for Pleasanton. They throw it up ahead here for Siegel. Siegel has the ball knocked out of her hands as it will be knocked out here by Pleasanton. Good hustle there defensively by Lindau 
Page Lindau knocked the ball out of bounds, and inbounding here is going to be Siegel. Siegel gets it to Izzy Pates. Pates jumper is going to be no good. Rebound by Trampy. So they'll bring it up ahead here, and we're going to have a foul on the attack. As driving up ahead here is Trampy, and she'll go line and shoot a couple. And the foul will be on Holly Haley Mulring. For Mulring, that will be her second foul of the game. And the free throw is up and good here for Trampy. So she makes the first of two. And the second one is good as well. So Trampy now has four points in the ballgame. Natalie Seeger will face some pressure here by Trampy. She brings across the letter A at midcourt. Throws it here on the left wing for Mulring. Mulring gets it down low, and we're going to have a push from behind. Here called on Lexi Eckhoff. And for Eckhoff, that will be her first foul of the game. Bertrand checking in for French with 3.19 to go here, third quarter, 43-17. Top-ranked Pleasanton in control here as they'll inbound the basketball here for Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer helps work it around the perimeter into the hands here of Mulring. Mulring kicks left side for Natalie Siegel. Entry pass down low for Chelsea Fisher. Fisher shot's going to be no good, gets the rebound, and we're going to have a foul as she went over the back. So that will be her second foul of the game. Erica Bertrand and Trampy will bring the ball up court. Trampy currently has the dribble after getting it inbounded by Bertrand. They'll dribble on the right side and give it off here on the left wing here for Ekhoff. Ekhoff, the freshman, gives it here for Bertrand, and Bertrand will fire a three-pointer. Going to be a little bit too strong and rebounded by Ekhoff. Good job there by Ekhoff. As they work back around the perimeter on the attack here is Bertrand. Bertrand is shut off by Fisher. So they'll kick the ball back out here for Erica Bertrand. And now they'll set up half-court offense again. Two and a half to go here, third quarter. Backdoor cut. Looking here for Lindau. Lindau's jumper is going to be no good. Rebound. Tipped out here for Lindau. And we've got a reaching foul called here on Pleasanton. Well, you're actually going to call a block instead of a hold here on Paige Wiesendorfer. And for Paige, that's going to be her second foul. Six as a team on Axtell, four against Pleasanton so far, so neither team in the bonus quite yet. Inbounder for Eckhoff. She'll put up a quick low jumper. No good. Rebounded by Mulring. And they'll kick up ahead here for Paige Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer with a long baseline jumper going to be no good. Rebounded by Izzy Pates. Pates will work back around the perimeter for Mulring. Back inside here for Fisher. And Fisher going to be held. I think that's going to be on number 11, Ekhoff. And that's exactly the case. That'll be here a second. Now Chelsea Fisher will go to the free throw line for two. And the first one's up and good. Back into the game, Katie Nichols and Casey Pierce here for Pleasanton with 2.05 to go. Cedarburg back to work here for Axdell. And the second free throw is up and good as well. So 
she makes both of them. And it's now 45-17. So Fisher doing a nice job at the free throw line. Bad pass is going to be intercepted here by Izzy Pates. Pates with a left-hand layup that's going to be off the mark, no good, and rebounded by Trampy. So Axtell turns over, but they can't get the shot to fall as Trampy pulls down the rebound. And in transition, the jumper by Jessica Betrand is going to be no good. Long rebound is outletted here for Katie Nichols, and Nichols' pass is going to be thrown up ahead, and having trouble grabbing the handle is uh, Axtell as they made the the, uh, interception, but they can't hold on to the basketball as they got it stuck on their hip, took an extra step so they don't quite get the turnover. So we'll be inbounded here for Nichols. Nichols will kick left side, and Siegel will fire a three-pointer. That's going to be too strong, and the rebound is going to go out of bounds. And that will be a team round rebound here for Axtell. Don't get the basketball. Trailing it 45-17 with a minute 22 to go. Pass out here for Miller. Miller, jumper is going to be too strong, but rebounded by Trampy. Trampy's done a nice job rebounding here in the second half. She'll get it to Erica Bertrand, and they'll kick back out here for Cedarburg. Cedarburg will step back, shoot a three, off the iron, no good. Hustling in for the rebound is Trampy. Trampy drives and is fouled. Trampy just didn't take for granted that Izzy Pates was going to pull in that rebound. Pates was all by herself, but just Trampy snuck in the back door and then drove in and collect the foul by Nichols. So Nichols with her second foul. Leads to Trampy getting the rebound and a couple of free throws here. And the first one is good. To make it now 45-18 with a minute one to go here, third quarter. Second free throw is off the heel. No good. And another backside rebound attempt here by Jessica Betram. And she ran out of real estate. And the ball is going to go over here to Pleasanton as it went out of bounds. So Axdell hustling. And Pleasanton not doing a great job of boxing out, quite frankly. Siegel brings in the offensive end. And they'll throw here left side for Katie Nichols. That'll be one of the things that Coach Arnsdorf will want to clean up here as the season moves along. They get here left side for Izzy Pates. Pates gives right side for Katie Linder. Linder is behind the three-point arc, and they'll get it out here on the left side for Katie Siegel. Siegel's entry pass knocked away momentarily. Bulldogs keep it. Kick out here for Nichols, and Nichols will hit a three. Now that's just the way the night's going here a little bit for Pleasanton. They didn't pass the ball real well, but they got a tip back out to Katie Nichols, and she drains a three-pointer. The lead is now 30, 48-18, to 18. And Axtell is going to have an unforced error here, so they're going to turn the ball over. 18.6 here for Pleasanton to add on to a 30-point lead. 48-18 to go. Is our, and uh, 13 seconds to go. They'll get the ball in the high post here for Katie Linder. Linder back out to Casey Pierce. Pierce, nice little hesitation dribble. Going to try a reverse layup. That's going to be no good. Rebound dribbled out. Here by Bertrand. Bertrand, they put pressure on her. She falls down at the horn. That would have been a travel, but she's saved by the bell. But Kaylee Trampy with a nice little defensive rebound after the miss by Pleasanton. And we head to the fourth quarter. Pleasanton on top, 48-18. to We'll be back with the fourth quarter. Axtell will have the basketball, and we return right after this. Ravenna Sanitation provides the perfect solution for any solid containment requirement. From the old shingles off your roof to a remodeled job, Ravenna Sanitation delivers a roll-off box to your house or side of the project. You fill it up and they pick it up. No more making several trips back and forth to the dump. 
Rely on Ravenna Sanitation to take care of it for you. Ravenna Sanitation is the quality, dependable trash hauling service you've been looking for. Ravenna Sanitation, serving all of Buffalo County. Seed expertise doesn't grow overnight, which is why farmers in Minden and the surrounding area rely on Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative. Depend on Hogemeyer hybrids to provide the right seed for this area. They've lived in the region and studied its tough growing conditions for generations, and they know what thrives here. So call Steve Casper, your Hogemeyer seed representative in Minden today, a proud supporter of high school sports. Hogemeyer Seed, seed the right seed. And welcome back here to Axtell. As we're getting set for the fourth quarter here. Let's remind you that the Platte River Preps Athlete of the Month brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. Be sure to log on to PlatteRiverPreps.com. Nominate your favorite athlete for Athlete of the Month. One boy and one girl will be our winners and listed at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Brought to you by B&B Carpet. Axtell with the basketball here. As they'll get the ball on the inside. Quick low jumper going to be up and no good. And we got a hell ball on the rebound. It's going to go over here to Pleasanton. Speaking of Pleasanton and Athlete of the Month, Jackson Keyshaw is the Athlete of the Month for the month of December from his actions in uh, the month of November, leading his team to a state runner-up in football. Congratulations to him. So Pleasanton, first possession of the fourth quarter here. Katie Linder's going to drive, scoop, and score. Nice drive there by Linder, and it's now 50-18. to 18. So on the bounce here is going to be Trampy. Trampy gives it to Erica Betrand, and the pass is going to be intercepted. Katie Linder has it. Katie Linder is going to drive. Has the ball knocked out of her hands by Trampy, but it will stay here with the Bulldogs. Katie Linder is six foot, but uh, she understands the game of basketball and quick enough to step in and make that play. Ball is inbounded and intercepted by Trampy. Trampy's had a great second half. She's going to drive, scoop, and it spins off the rim and in. So Trampy, who started the uh, second half with four fouls, and we thought she picked up her fifth. She has had a nice second half here. So with the ball top of the circle, Casey Pierce. Pierce in the lane. Will dribble, will scoop, and rebound again by Trampy. Trampy with another board. And she stepped on the uh, sideline here trying to avoid some pressure. So it will be another turnover here on Axtell, and that really has been their bugaboo all night tonight. Natalie Siegel has it. She'll throw right side here for Pierce. Pierce gets in a little block here for Katie Linder. Linder off glass, rolls around, no good. And Erica Bertrand will pull down the rebound. So bounce pass on the baseline here for Jessica Bertrand. She'll drive, missed it, got her own rebound, and now she'll get to the free throw line. As she was fouled. Axtell has turned the ball over 28 times here in the game, but a great hustle play here on the baseline. We'll set up a couple of free throws here for Jessica Bertrand. And her free throw is up, and it is no good. The foul, by the way, on Casey Pierce is just her first. Second free throw is up and good. So now Bertrand has eight points in the ballgame. Natalie Siegel in the offensive end. The 6-19 to go here. Quarter number one. Gives left side for Katie Nichols. Nichols gives uh, top of the circle for Izzy Pates. 
Nice little play here, but it's off the hands of Casey Pearson out of bounds. Good little drive as Pierce drove the baseline, but couldn't hold on to the basketball. So Pleasanton will turn the ball over. Here come the Wildcats, and a long pass is going to be knocked out of bounds by Natalie Siegel. And Pleasanton's going to make some wholesale substitutions out here. Paige Wiesendorfer is going to come into the game. Chelsea Fisher's back to work here as well. Kinsey Linder is going to check in with Haley Mulring. So ball inbounded here by Cedarburg. And around the perimeter goes Axtell. And they'll kick the ball back out here for Cedarburg. Cedarburg is going to drive, working against Fisher here. Shot's going to be too strong. And Chelsea Fisher is going to pull down the board. She'll kick up ahead here for Paige Wiesendorfer. And she uses up the dribble, gives right side here for Mollring. Mollring tries to thread the needle with a pass on the inside, and Axtell is going to push from behind and commit the foul. I think that's going to be on Paige Lindau, number 22. Nope, it's 25 instead. And that's somewhat problematic because Axtell doesn't have a 25. So the free throw is up and no good on the front end of the one and one by Fisher. So Bertrand with the rebound brings in the offensive end. We'll give it here for Lindau. Lindau pass in the lane, deflected, but into the hands of Axtella. Drive blocked here by Fisher, and the ball is into the hands of Mulring. So Mulring pulls down the rebound after the block shot. And Mulring now has it on the left side. Gets it to Fisher. Out to the free throw line for Kinsey Linder. Linder will put up the shot. And Linder's going to be fouled. So Jane Robinson is going to be called for the foul. That is going to be her fifth foul. And the free throw is up and good. And Eckhoff going to check into the game here. So Kinsey Linder at the free throw line. And she hits the second free throw. So nice slow drive here in transition and a great off the glass kiss by Kaylee Trampy as she gets the bucket. And she was fouled in the act, so she'll go to the line for the and one here. The foul was on Chelsea Fisher. That's going to be her fourth. And the free throw is no good here for Trampy. And she missed... The and-one opportunity, 23-51 is our score, and Trampy forces the turnover. She'll make the steal, gets it to French. French is going to kick into the corner for Erica Bertrand. Bertrand, jumper off glass, no good, and uh, Bertrand will get her own rebound. And she'll work it back around the perimeter here. And they'll kick it back out here, and French will hit a three. So Axdell drains the three-pointer, cuts the lead down to 25. It's 51-26. 424 to go. Nice little drive. Dish in underneath for Fisher. And Fisher had a little trouble with the handle. Otherwise, that'd been an easy bucket. Instead, she puts it up and is fouled by French. 
If she catches that clean, it's probably just an easy layup, and French can't get there to commit her second foul. As it is, Fisher is going to shoot two free throws, and the first one's no good. Second free throw by French is off the heel, also no good. And the long rebound is finally out of bounds, and it was last touched by Erica Betran. Bertrand and Haley Mulring were fighting for the basketball, and it goes off of uh, Axtell, so Pleasanton will inbound. Miller checking in here for the Wildcats. 4.15 to go, fourth quarter. Pleasanton going to go to 1-0 on the season. Axtell will fall to 0-1 here in the early going. Mulring gets the inbounds. She'll drive. Her shot off the iron is going to be no good. And the rebound is dribbled out by French. French will throw it down low. For Ekoff, Ekoff's pass going to be deflected and saved into the hands of Fisher. So that's good work there by Katie Nichols. Nichols gives to Paige Wiesendorfer here as they bring it in the offensive end. Top of the circle, that's Molring. Molring gives left side for Wiesendorfer. Wiesendorfer's entry pass for Fisher is going to be knocked away, but Ekoff went over the back to do it. So we'll stop the action here, give Lexi Eckhoff her third foul of the game. And again, we'll send Chelsea Fisher to the free throw line for two free throws. Her free throw is up and good. So she is now three of ten from the free throw line, making that one. And she hits the second. So she makes both free throws. To make it 53-26, Pleasanton has led throughout the basketball game. French ups working on the baseline, and then she gets the ball back. She's going to be picked up uh, defensively by Taryn Flood. And Flood knocked the ball loose and can't quite climb up with it in the corner, so French will inbound it as it goes out of bounds. So lobbing it into the low block. They'll get it here for Lexi Ekoff. Ekoff's shot's going to be too strong. And Molring will pull down the board. Kick up ahead here for Haley Molring. She helps bring it in the offensive end. And she'll give the ball back to the point guard, Paige Wiesendorfer here. Wiesendorfer gives on the right side for Flood. Watches everybody cycle through. Posting up on that low block is Molring, but they'll work it back around. It's going to be tipped out of bounds by French. Braxdell, Trinity Hochin going to check into the game. And she'll come in here for Trampy. Empty pass down low, going to be intercepted by Ekoff. Ekoff, good defensive play there, forcing the Pleasanton turnover. And she'll try a trail three here. No, actually, that's going to be uh, Trinity Hochin tries the three. It's going to be off the hands of Axdell and out of bounds. For the dogs, Marina Zwiener going to check in. Zwiener will check in here for Coach Ehrensdorf. And on the bounce here is Haley Molring. Molring picked up defensively by Abby Snell, who came in just a little bit ago. She gets down low here for Molring, and Molring with a nice little drive, kisses it off the glass, and it's in. Excuse me, I'm sorry, it was Kinsey Linder. You got the drive in the bucket. Nice little drive there by Linder. Kissing it off the glass. 
pass, and now she'll try the and one. And it is up and good. She rattles that one in. So Linder down with four points in the ball game. Foul, by the way, was on Morgan Miller, her third. On the baseline, driving is going to be Eckhoff. And a little hand check foul going to be called here with 2.29 to go in the fourth. This will be a one and one for Eckhoff. The foul was on Fisher. That is going to be her fourth. And the free throw is off the heel. Bounces around and no good. And Fisher comes down with the rebound. So on the dribble on the right wing here is going to be Taryn Flood. Flood's pass through the lane. Goes off the hands of Chelsea Fisher. And that'll be a pleasant turnover. Axtell can't run with the ball, though. That They will kick it up here for Abby Snell. He'll shoot a long three-pointer in transition. Fighting hard for the rebound is Eckhoff. Eckhoff will put up a deuce. That's going to be short and rebounded by Mulring. Mulring brings up ahead. She'll drive on the way in and going to be foul. A lot of contact there. And I think you got a couple of different Wildcats you might be able to give that to. It's going to be a block called here on French. And that will be her third foul. So Haley Mulring to the free throw line for two. The first one is up, and it is good. 57-26, minute 54 to go. Second free throw is up and is good. So she makes both of them. So Mulring now with her first two points of the season. On the bounce here, Trinity Hochin. She'll get the ball on that left side. Now driving top of the circle here is Klein. Around the perimeter we go. Abby Snell has it. Through the hands of Hochin, that's going to be a turnover. On the drive here is going to be Taryn Flood. Flood's going to slow down. Kick the ball back out here for Marina Zwiener. So Zwiener will uh, dribble out with it. And that'll be a turnover. And now we got a reach after Axdell came up with the basketball. No, they're not going to call a foul. They're just going to say it's out of bounds. Off of Pleasanton. So bouncing it in is going to be Klein. Klein gives it for Abby Snell. Minute 20 to go. 58-26. Dribbling on that right side. Putting up the jumper is Audrey Nelson. Nelson shot. Deflected. Loose ball picked up. Rebounded by Eckhoff. And then Eckhoff is fouled as she makes the bucket. So good work there on the uh, putback by Alexi Ekoff. And the foul is going to be on Mulring. And Ekoff now with the and one. And she makes it. She now has her first three points of the ball game. 58-29. Pleasanton right now has doubled up Axtell with a minute eight to go here in regulation. Taryn Flood, right wing, being pressured, finds uh, a wide open Hollingsworth and Cheyenne can't hit the shot on the baseline and the rebound by Abby Snell. That'll be a hell ball as they tie that up. Possession arrow pointing to Axtell. And in the final minute, Wildcats have the basketball. On the bounce here is Ochin in the offensive end. She throws it on the baseline here for Snell. Snell gets it out and there's going to be a hold. Going to be called here on Haley Mulring. 
So Audrey Nelson will step to the free throw line for her first free throws of the night. This will be two free throws because now both teams have committed at least 10 free throws. And the first one is no good here for Audrey Nelson. Coach Wasowski reminding her to put a little arch on that. That one had a little bit more arch and certainly worked because she hits the free throw. And Nelson now has her first point of the season. And being a freshman, that would make the first of her career. Pass going to be stolen away. Good steal here by Hochin. And Hochin has the ball knocked out of her hands and out of bounds. So Hochin with the steal, but has it picked out of her hands on the way to the basket. And the Wildcats will inbound on the baseline. Snell bounces it out here for Abby Klein. Over for Trinity Hochin. Hochin, long two-pointer. Going to be off the mark, but it's going to serve as a pass. And it's going to be picked up here by Abby Snell. So Snell will make the uh, putback after the long miss. So coming up with it here is Marina Zwiener in the offensive end. Right side for Taryn Flood. Ten seconds left. Flood puts up a shot that's going to be deflected out of bounds. Nice block there by Eckhoff. So we'll give Eckhoff a block. And with 9.9, the Bulldogs will inbound the basketball. And knocking it away is going to be Eckhoff. She's been all over the place. And they'll lob it in the lane here. Going up high for it is uh, Haley Mulring. Mulring with a little runner. No good. Rebound. Outletted now for Morgan Miller. Miller. Having trouble coming up with the handle, and the uh, horn will sound here as she couldn't quite reel it in before time expired. So your final score, Pleasanton moves to 1-0 on the season. They have a 58-32 win here in Axtell. We'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll have our new West Sports Medicine North Peak Surgery postgame show coming up right after this. This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Kappa Grain in Elm Creek. Did you know that Kappa has a way for you to save time, money, and get the best prices for your grain and have records of it? With their online offer center powered by DNT Market Space. See kappagrains.com. Make sure you're getting what you deserve for all your hard work and dedication. Kappa takes great pride in doing what they can to make it easier, faster, and more profitable for you. Best of luck to all the area athletes from Kappa Grains. Miller Body Shop in Minden is your collision specialist. They offer paintless dent repair, great for hail dance or door dings, auto glass replacement, a Unicure spray baking booth that simulates factory paint for a quicker dry time and better quality finish. Miller Body Shop in Minden provides all the best products and trained professionals to get your vehicle back on the road and looking as good as it did before. Miller Body Shop is a proud supporter of high school sports. Lammers Truck Line, The River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are all very proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. The River Stop is the only stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas, refreshment, and to fill your tank. Best of luck from The River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton. We are very proud to support our area athletes and coaches. Good luck, Bulldogs. And welcome back. Time now for the New West Sports Medicine and North Peak Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians provide a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back right to it. Schedule your appointment today. Again, your final in this one, 58-32. As Pleasanton 
wins this one to pick up their first win of the year. Axtell, of course, falls to 0-1 with only one game played. Let's check our numbers. We'll begin, first of all, for the Wildcats. They were led by Kaylee Trampy, who finished with nine points. And well, I have something wrong here because she had a lot more rebounds than that. Uh, I had her with ten rebounds. So Trampy with uh, nine points and ten boards. Jessica Bertrand had eight points and four rebounds. Nicole Cedarberg with four points, six rebounds. Hannah French had three points, a couple of rebounds. Lexi Eckhoff with three points, three rebounds. Erica Bertrand with two points and seven rebounds. Abby Snell had two points and three rebounds. Audrey Nelson hit a free throw. She finished with one point in the game. J.C. Smith had a rebound, and Paige Lindau also unofficially with a rebound here in the game. Shooting from the field for Axtell, I have them 11 of 43 for 25.6%. They were one of eight from three-point range. That make was from Hannah French, so number three hit the only three of the night. They struggled a little bit from the free throw line, especially in the first half. Did a little bit better job in the second half where they finished 9 of 22 from the free throw line. They had 38 rebounds in the game, but they turned the ball over unofficially 28 times here on the night. As Axtell actually had more rebounds than Pleasanton unofficially, uh, 38 to 33. But turnovers, one of the major issues here in the game uh, because they turned the ball over, allowed Pleasanton to shoot very well from the field as they win this one 58 to 32. And unofficially, I have, as my computer is now locked up on me, I had right at uh, 38 turnovers here in the game for Axtell, and that's just way too many. So once again, your final score, 58-32, to 32, and uh, that is our scoring wrap-up here for Axtell, brought to you by Buffalo County Farm Bureau. Everything you need covered, wrapped up, and one great insurance agent, Buffalo County Farm Bureau in Kearney. And we'll step away for a moment. When we come back, we'll take a look at the numbers for Pleasanton right after this. If you want more yield, the answer is A. Pioneer brand A-Series soybeans. The answer has arrived in Nebraska with a 2.5 bushel per acre bump across 1,223 comparisons. A-Series soybeans are packed with outstanding yield potential and strong agronomics, and they're backed by hundreds of loyal yield trials to take your soybean yield to the next level. Learn more at pioneer.com slash A-Series. Individual results may vary. See Jamie Matson, your Pioneer seed dealer, with you from the word go. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play. Call Bailey Drywall of Pleasanton for residential or commercial drywall jobs. From the smallest paths to the largest walls, the professionals at Bailey Drywall can fix it right in a timely manner. New construction or just a remodel for all your drywall projects, big or small, they take care of all your walls. Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton. At your friendly Friesen Ford, they know life can be busy, so they have your best interest in mind by providing a quick, easy car buying experience. When looking for a new or pre-owned vehicle, Friesen Ford makes it easy for you by offering financing options pending credit approval, a great selection of vehicles, as well as a friendly sales team that works with you to find a vehicle that will fit your needs and your budget. See the selection today just off I-80 in Aurora or online at FriesenFord.com. For sales, service, parts, trust your friendly Friesen Ford team. You don't have to be a farmer to reap the benefits of being a Buffalo County Farm Bureau member. We work for farm families, but our work reaches beyond the farm. 
We support mental health programs for Nebraskans and inform youth and consumers about agriculture. We're your neighbors. Through our partnership with 4-H and FFA, we bring people together to strengthen our community. We share in the values Nebraskans stand for, hard work, a passion for our land, and a character rooted in faith and family. Join the Buffalo County Farm Bureau and support Nebraska agriculture. And welcome back here to Axtell. Once again, your final is 58-32. Pleasanton picks up the win. And let's check the uh, numbers here for Pleasanton. They were led by Casey Pierce, who finished with 12 points and three rebounds. She hit three three-pointers on the night. Throws. Four rebounds. Izzy Pates had eight points, one rebound. Natalie Siegel had five points, three rebounds. Paige Wiesendorfer, four points and a rebound. Kinsey Linder had four points in the game. Chelsea Fisher had four points and seven rebounds. Haley Mollring had two points and five rebounds. Again, they won the rebounding battle 33-28. to 28, And they shot the ball very well from the field. They were 19-47 of 47 unofficially for 40.4% in the game as they shot 45% from two-point range and 5 of 16 from long distance. That's 31.2% from three-point range, and they improved their shooting from the free-throw line uh, in the second half as well, but still subpar. They finished 15 of 31 from the free-throw line. Uh, Again, they got to the free-throw line 31 times here in the game as they did force uh, about uh, 38 turnovers for Axtell, and so Pleasanton picks up the win here. They'll uh, take on Arcadia Loop City next, and that will be uh, tomorrow, and for Axtell... They will be taking on, they'll be traveling to Bertrand to take on the Vikings tomorrow. As both of these two teams will have game number two and day number two of the high school basketball season. Again, Pleasanton with the win over Axtell, 58-32. We're going to step away for, oh, five, ten minutes or so, and we'll be back with coverage of the boys game here between Axtell and Pleasanton. Once again, your final, it was top-ranked Pleasanton, 58-32 over Axtell. More from the boys' game in just a few minutes here on ESPN Radio. The preceding has been a Platte River Radio ESPN Tri-City Sports production brought to you by Platte River Preps. To download this podcast or any of our podcasts, visit platteriverpreps.com.